do-overs, no do-overs. <laughs> hey everybody, this is Manny Garrido from MiamiComedy.com and I'm here with a very good friend of mine that has connected me with a lot of power players in the comedy game. I'm glad you admit that in public, man. That's Kyle the first Grooms. time I've heard you admit that. That's not true, I've told a lot of people that. Have you really? Oh, okay, because you treat me like shit otherwise. Because you're my friend. Oh, and that because you're is? an asshole. Really? Oh. Even though Kyle is by far one of the most connected guys I know in the game, uh, he's a real douchebag outside of the camera. Really? Yeah. Am I? Yeah. I'm nice, man. I mean, I help people across the street. You know, I helped the old lady carry her bags the other day. No, I'm sure you're a great person. I'm talking to me. Oh, to you, but not. You know, you're here. Uh, yeah, not. Uh, in case you don't know. Your optimism is what annoys me. <laughs> exactly. You got a millennial optimism. <laughs> I went pretty far with it. It works for me. Yeah, I try to break you, just to keep you humble, Manny. I try to keep you humble. How do you see me not being humble? You already took my hit, Kyle. I'm gonna finish you. I'm gonna blackball <laughs> you in this game. You're done, Kyle. You know, oh, when your your Miami New Times article came out, oh man, you were a douchebag for like two weeks. Like, I was not a douchebag. I had a joke that Kyle hated that I was like, hey Kyle, stay sitting right there. And I, I had this white shirt on and I had this idea because I used to do Wing Chun in my 20s, right? Because I used to kick, I mean, I still do. Like, we, we play box, and I, you know, knock them around a little bit. And I have this thing where I have this white shirt on, and I stand next to my uh, uh, Sifu, which is the master of Kung Fu. And you got a pose, just like uh, Ip Man did with Bruce Lee. So I had, like, a lineage of Ip Man with Bruce Lee. Uh, Ip Man was some uh, Asian guy that taught my my master, uh, Robert Smith. And then I was like, pal, stay sitting right there. And I posed next to him like that. And then in the caption I wrote, what a blessing it is to surpass your master's first yeah, picture. Yeah, see, comedy. yeah. See, so you drew first blood. You know what I mean? That's when you 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 shot at me first. I'm now I'm shooting back every time I see you. So that's what it is. It was just that one joke. It was just that yeah, one. Maybe yo, uh, <laughs> I gotta stop this guy. <laughs> stop you, man. Oh, God. So we, we got a lot of history, Kyle and I. Uh, Kyle and I first connected in, in Hialeah. No, man, four years. 2015. Four, okay, four, connected in Hialeah. I give a fuck about them the first God love Bote like, Kita. They still don't. I had to be like, yo, what's your name? <laughs> they still don't. <laughs> People yeah. show up to my shows like, oh, you're the one running it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I tried to get, use your name for Miami Comedy to get on a club one night. <laughs> <laughs> And the girls I was with laughed at me. They were like, they were like, you. <laughs> they laughed at me. The girls, they walked away from me. What club like, is this? Yeah, it was something in the window. It's like a special You're, event, too. I can imagine exactly what you did. <laughs> you Whatever. Miami comedy. <laughs> imagine using that name like on the road. <laughs> So Kyle and I, uh, for four years, we've been uh, we we connected over in Hialeah at a place called La Bodeguita. It was in town. No, Keith Robinson. Keith told Robinson. Me that I should do your gig, and I, Keith Robinson's a friend that I trust. Yeah. And then when I went, I found out, and I had high hopes for that place. It was a nice, actually a nice venue. I know, man, but the market, the area, and that yeah. people would go there like they wouldn't even know how to speak English or doing. Yeah. Try, try. You shot you. You shoot your shot. You shoot your shot. You shot your shoot. Holy shit, that's a tongue twister. You shot. 
You shot it. You shot it. You shot it. So the place looked like an awesome comedy. Yeah. Right? yeah it, it was very nice. Yeah. Uh, they're still going on strong. I like food. the low ceilings and you know. And then after that, we did uh, Flamingo Theater Bar. We did a couple of shows there for about a year and a half, almost two years. Wednesday Night Live. Then we brought over Wednesday Night Live to South Beach. And then now we're in talks of bringing it back. Oh, yeah, undisclosed yeah. location. Yeah, an undisclosed location. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of which, you've got a big event coming out at this undisclosed location, which is the Miami Improv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was, this was for, uh Yeah, September 15th, I'm at the Miami Improv. It's uh, actually my big return. I feel like Miami's my home turf because it's where I own my, my stand-up. I used to host at the old Improv when it was upstairs, when it was up there. Yeah. Legendary comedy. Yeah. I love that room. That was the first time I went up too. And uh, yeah, I was one of the original hosts of Monday night, Urban night, then the Tuesday night, Urban night, and they had two shows on a Tuesday night. And uh, Marvin Dixon hosted the late one. I hosted the Monday night. And um, yeah, that number was wild. You recorded your special. Yeah, uh, I Miami Nights. Nice. I have that DVD. Yeah, Miami Nights DVD. Was at the Miami Improv. So, yeah, that's like home turf. When you, when you started here in Miami, did you feel like the, the crowd was uh, like different in comparison to when you go out on the road? Because I feel that way as a comedian. Yeah, Miami was a, actually Miami is a good place to develop just because it's metropolitan enough. It's got enough different cultures and mixes that you know if you do perform, if you go to any other city, it's like you know, like or to New York or to LA, it's like. Uh, you've done this before. You got beat up enough. Miami, yeah. If you can take a beat in Miami, yeah. yeah. If you can take getting fights in Miami, you know, because uh, the crowds really don't give a shit about you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> sometimes unless they really like. But then once they love you, they like you. you know what I mean? But yeah. to get to get them to like you, sometimes it's like, okay, only those this side likes me, and then the other side is kind of like, not nah, anything me enough. And then you kind of have to balance the two in your act. Like, for example, last night I was at Barter, and, like, there was this uh, group of girls on the right-hand side, and the, the, the folks on the left were paying attention, but the group of girls on the right, they were all, like, these spicy, like, nightlife going out on a Wednesday for ladies' night kind of group, and they're just fucking yelling at the comics, and they're just being incoherent. Right. And so, like, not only do I have to say the jokes for them, but then I also have to fight back for them, and they bring them all oh, really? together. Yeah. But, yeah. Somehow, you it has to sit around you but when I watch video clips like in other the ringmaster. When I when I watch video clips like in other cities, like like one of my favorite shows right now in stand up is uh uh This Week at the Cellar. Yeah. You've seen uh, Comedy Central. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that show. But some of the things they talk about, like I would try to put myself talking about these things in the same in the same format and context in Miami and I'd be like, Imagine doing this joke or this bit in that barter crowd yeah. at midnight. Yeah. Would it fly, you know what I mean? So Miami would toughen you up so that when you go to the other cities and you're nice and polished, you don't have to worry about the vices. Yeah, but some of those guys will come to Miami and their act doesn't have enough pop to it. If you like just telling jokes, like blah, 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 Miami gets kind of bored, I think, you know. Well, that's, some, that's like, our culture, which is like yeah, so nightlife. Yeah. Like, like everything is like clubbing and yeah. dating and drugs and sex. Yeah, yeah political community, you just stood there and just... You know, some guys, their jokes are just so dope that, you know, they can stand there and shoot from the pocket. But sometimes you, you have to step your energy up a little bit and 
the energy I think would do it. But I also feel that whatever it takes to entertain the Miami crowd, it can't be like a very well written joke sometimes. It has to be like a. That's an insult to the Miami crowd. No, man. I'm not saying that. Look, man. I'm you not. Know? I'm not insulting the crowd. I sometimes no, feel like you have to win them over before you even get to that point. It's like a personality, and like I remember when I used to host the improv. At that time, there was a lot of like comics were like the angry LA comic, like uh, you know. Oh, the cynical types. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they get up in Miami, they'd be like, "Yo, chill." <laughs> You're bringing me down, bro. Have some drugs. <laughs> you need some drugs. <laughs> well, like, you know, we get a party. We fucking up my high, you know? And a lot of times the crowd's coming in. Yeah. Well, and it's a whole entertainment place. The whole point of trying to make is just that. The Miami crowd. People say that comedy couldn't live in Miami, but it'll actually prepare you more for it because you've seen the worst end of it. Yeah. The worst end of like a feisty crowd, and then when you go to the crowd that's enthusiastic to see you, you can actually be more versatile knowing that you've already gone through that, that, that phase, I guess. Um, okay, so September 15th, uh, in case you guys don't know, Kyle Groves recently went through a brain surgery. Uh, it was all done like within 48 hours, right? Oh, like, you, okay. had, you had the incident, and then like 24 hours later it was already done. Like, how, oh, no, no, how no. was the experience? No, I went in for a surgery. Oh, no, I went into the hospital on Friday because I had a seizure in a restaurant. And they rushed me to the hospital and found that I had a, a, a brain tumor that was bleeding. But, you know, I went in the hospital on Friday, so it's like getting arrested on Friday. You can't see, you know, judge until Monday. But luckily, there was a surgeon on, 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 on campus who um, was able to diagnose me and he told me, you know, what was happening. But he said, you know, they keep me in the hospital scheduled for surgery until Thursday. Okay, so yeah. how long was the whole phase? From the moment you had a seizure to the moment that the surgery was over? How long was it? Oh, yeah, like six days. Almost a week. I went in on a Friday. There were no complications after that? Thank God. No, they weren't. Okay. You know, yeah, it was a one time. One time. Yeah, they, um, it was a seven-hour surgery. They removed the tumor, cleaned up the blood. It was the bleeding that was messing me up because it could have been a tumor in my head throughout my whole life, but no one knows how long it was there. But once it started bleeding, for no reason, you know, uh, they had to, you know, it was bleeding. So my arms messed up. I couldn't, I couldn't even sign my signature for the uh, consent for the surgery. You know? I just had to write an X. Like, you know, my brain was kind of like, you know, like, you know, talk to them. I would get exhausted talking to them. It's like just. I'm doing it now. It's like uh, <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm an actor, man. <laughs> I can go there, but anyway, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, um, it was. It, it took seven hours surgery, and when I came out, I already had movement in my arm. My speech started coming back, and I got in the hospital on Sunday. Just a full recovery. Yeah. Did you have a little bit of complications after, like, Thank God, no. your hand came back? No speech impediment, no, no. I had an MRI done, and it, the, the tumor, well, they, they found out the tumor was benign, which is good, it won't go back. I went to chemo. Then I went and got a, um, like a CAT scan, and I got a, a, a EKG, I think it's called. Yeah, EKG. EKG. My blood to my brain, and you know, there's no seizure activity. 
So, you know, yeah, thank God, you know, hopefully, you know, nothing happens, you know, let it go down. But, uh, and the star is actually perfect. Yeah, the camera. Damn, man. <laughs> yeah. Hard, you could hardly even yeah. see it. It's really good. I put on uh, some Dr. Sibby's Eversolve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eversolve. Are you a fan of Dr. Sebi? Uh, yeah, I, I can understand his alkaline diet shit. I, I fucked with it, you know. Yeah, I can see it. Being, I think I think there are I some discoveries that aren't documented. I agree. Yeah, I can I can see it being because you, you know it just makes this thing. You can feel your body's electric energy, you know, positive, negative. I feel the charges sometimes, electricity out of my. You know, you can feel the energy sometimes, the vibration. Yeah. Especially after a workout or it's a like, run. It's like a sixth sense. Yeah, man. You feel that. Yeah, so I need to show up. I can feel the drop already. I know. Lightning. Yeah. Um, I think in order for me for you to be a good comic, you kind of have to get that ability as well. Like you kind of like to feel the audience as a whole. You kind of like know exactly what to say and how to do it. You feel that way with, with groups? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I have. Yeah, being able to let go. It's being able to let go and let your natural ability take over. Because you're kind of born with it. You know, and it's like that tickle. And if you open up, if you if you rigid, you're thinking about how um, I'm making yeah, I'm making laugh. You're getting the side of yourself. And sometimes I even get out of that. You know, when it's uh, you know, I get out of my own. Your head, you get in your head and not in your body type shit. You know, and, and I've worked so long, so where now I can always get to that. Place. All right, so Kyle. Give us the lineup once again. Uh, who do you have coming up on September 15th performing along with you at the Miami Improv? September 15th, I have my homegirl, Khalees Hawkins. Very, very funny. She's a New York-based comic. Uh, you may have seen it like Funny Girls that was on um, Oxygen. Funny Girls, she was on Oxygen Channel Network. Uh, she was a writer for Girl Code. And she's also on Last Comic Standing. She's very funny, man, yeah. And I think Miami will, will, will dig her. And then oh, my so boy Q Brooks is Q. opening too. We Q. worked with Q before. Yeah, uh, Q was a young Live. gunner. He's he's an, on the New York comedy scene, up and coming. He's gonna be the host, and uh, we may have a guest spot or two, but uh, you know, <laughs> but not you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly you. what I was gonna say. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you get your tickets. They're uh, up on Eventbrite. You can also find them at MiamiComedy.com. Check out the events calendar. We got it on there. It's gonna be uh, Sunday, September fifteenth, which is a great spot because you got an eight o'clock. 8 o'clock slot, 8 right? o'clock show, that's yeah. A, that's 8 o'clock on a Sunday, you know what I mean? It ain't a brunch show, but... Uh, <laughs> I actually think it didn't get into the... Oh, it didn't the, get yeah, it? so we'll just segue okay, into this. Okay, never mind, then. Forget uh, about that. Kyle is a killer at brunch spots. As, <laughs> he's, he's doing great. He hits up all the shows in Miami. He's taking it outside. We're going to get a live, early, uh, beta version of his new hour special that he's going to be recording later on, what, next year? Yeah, January of 2020. So make sure you keep your eye on Kyle because I, uh, Kyle's comeback is coming. <coughs> Salute. Kyle's comeback Gracias. is coming, and we're getting the uh, preview of it here in our very own city of Miami. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it for now. We'll see you guys in the next episode of the podcast. Peace. Bye.